0: I'm Dr. Sateshu, a senior physician working at Kanawha for the last more than 45 years. I have special interest in diabetes for the last about 15 years. And today I'm going to discuss a case of Mr. AB, I can call him 50-year-old with patient history of type 2 diabetes mellitus since 4 years. He is having obesity, hypertension, hyperlipidemia, obstructive sleep apnea syndrome. So all this comes under metabolic syndrome. On examination, his basal metabolic index is 32 kilograms per square meter. Blood pressure is 130 by over 82 millimeters of mercury. Heart rate is 60 beats per minute and this heart rate of 60 beats per minute of a man who is 58 years and is obese this is because probably he is taking some beta blockers which we will learn in our future slides then his labs are a1c 13.3 percent e G F R is 70 ml per minute LDL is 62 milligram per deciliter. SDL is 35. TG is triglyceride 250 milligram per deciliter. And if you see here, his SDL uh, is much lower side. His TGL is towards higher side. LDL is almost in not bad shape because we count these days 70 milligram per deciliter. Then his AST, ALT levels are 70 and 100 units per liter, almost double. Then he is checking metformin, 1000mg BID, lisinopril, 40mg OD, metaprolol, he is checking 100mg OD, Atorvastatin, 40mg OD, spin, 31. In a way, His medicines are perfectly good. Then, except his A1c, which is on the higher side, 8.3. And uh, recommendation is less than 7 because of his age. Then patient profile, the short duration of type 2 diabetes, 4 years. He is young, of course he is young. Has no major comorbidities, with no major complications. That would reduce his lifespan. Here, I slightly disagree because metabolic syndrome in itself is a big risk factor. He's at low risk for hypoglycemia. This is correct. He would benefit from a more stringent goal. This is all right. This is what we want. However, he's also these hypertensive, hyperlipidemic, with obstructive sleep apnea disorders. and is classical case of uh, metabolic syndrome and such patients, they are exposed by many of the things of uh, this AS, CBD, etc. Now, American Diabetic Association recommendation is at this age, A1 should be less than 7% visible goal for most non-pregnant adults. In addition to efficacy, following considerations predominates. In determining pharmacotherapy for him, such as risk of hypoglycemia, weight loss, minimize weight gain, because already obese, so we don't want any weight gain, heart failure prevention, atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease, chronic kidney disease, and cost. All these are the considerations for treating such patients. And goal is to bring his A1C level less than 7. Then... Mr. A.B. is willing to start another medication but is concerned because he sometimes forgets to take his pills and fears that additional pills will only make this worse. He doesn't want to have injectable therapy. These days, about say 30 years back or 25 years back, it was our discretion to start medication. But with the later concept, Patient participation is a must to make it a continuous good response of the drugs. So fixed dose combination may be, may improve patient adherence by once daily dosing. This is very correct. Less complex treatment regimens, fewer pills, improved side effects profile and adherence. People with type 2 diabetes mellitus commonly live with multiple comorbidities, as in this case, he has hypertension, he is having uh, metabolic syndrome, and such patients, they further develop, they can develop cardiovascular disease, are the most common. Monotherapy cannot address these multiple defects and often lead to failure to maintain glycemic control over time. Current diabetes guidelines encourage early adoption of oral combination therapies while simultaneously emphasizing the importance of visualized treatment. Then American Diabetic Association recommendation is, inappropriate high-risk individuals with established type two diabetes mellitus, that the C N to start with a GLP-1 RA, agonist or SELT2 inhibitors to reduce that is uh, major, major adverse cardiovascular events, heart failure, cardiovascular death or chronic kidney disease progression should be considered independently of baseline A1C or neutralized A1C targets. So empagliflozin, and linagliptin is available as first-class treatment of SCLT2 inhibitors and DPP4 inhibitors combination group of drugs. And I am, um, trustly I can vouch for it because using for will last more than five, six years with satisfactory results. Then SCLT2 inhibitor is a class of novel, oral glucose-lowering agents that mediates glucose lowering action by increasing urinary glucose excretion via inhibition of the sodium glucose co-transporter 2, that is SGLT2, in the proximal tubules of kidney. The salutary effect is its ability to act independent of insulin secretion and action, and under it suitable to administer at any stage of disease course while dpp4 exerts exerts its glucose lowering effect by elevation of incretin hormones and subsequent augmentation of glucose dependent insulin secretion and inhibition of glucagon release combination of these agents has potential to show the additive glycemic control due to their complementary effects. empagliflozin cardiovascular outcome events trial in type 2 diabetes mellitus patients, the famous Amparag outcome trial came, reported that 3.0 MACE outcome occurred in a significantly lower percentage. That was, uh, it was, HR was 0.86, then confidence was 95.02, and uh, P-value was 0.04 in the glyphosate compared to placebo on top of standard care. In addition, CV safety of linaglipton, that is BPP4 neuter, was further elucidated in carmelena trial and Carolina trial. A1c decrement by amphagliflozom plus lena in the combination of 25 mg empagliflozin and 5mg of uh, dinaglyptin has demonstrated the benefit on glycemic control were maintained at weeks 52 in metformin treated groups and a higher percentage of patients achieving A1c less than 7% were reported for combination. The combination offers a suitable component and strategy to achieve target. A1C without increased risk of hypoglycemia, and weight gain with improved in overall lipid profile. Reduction in the incidence of dental infection associated with SCLT2 inhibitors has been reported when a DPP4 inhibitor is added. This part is very important because once we are using SCLT2 inhibitors alone, definitely there is good chance of getting uh, mycotic infections and uh, infections around your uh, prepuce and uh, UTIs. But once you're adding a DPP-4 along with it, then there is less chance of getting genital infections, perhaps because of a better glucose control, although other possible mechanism remain to be investigated. In summary, amphagliflozin, Plus, veno combination provides robust A1C erection and two to four times higher odds of patient reaching the goal of A1C compared to individual agents with low hypoglycemic risk. Nice, thank you very much. If there is some any question, I'm here to answer. So nice for patient listening.